Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, and you already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Babo, you know that you can get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. Hey everyone, this is John Roca. Collider Movie Talk is brought to you by DC Universe, the first all-DC platform for us DC fans, where you can binge the highly touted original series Titans or jump into the all-new Swamp Thing with new episodes dropping weekly. Also, check out the thousands of comics just added. Catch up on your favorite series, including Krypton Season 1, and watch animated movies like Reign of the Superman. Join us at DCUniverse.com. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General States pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Today on Collider Movement Talk, Tom King is joining Ava DuVernay to write The New Gods for DC. What's that going to be like? And Toy Story 4. Hey, it is breaking records before the movies even come out. We're going to talk about all of that today on Collider Movie Talk. I'm excited to uh, sit in the host chair today to talk these topics. Perry Nemiroff is off at the Overlook Film Festival getting her horror on. So she's having a great time here. But in the meantime, I'm sitting in here joined by these two amazing guests. The great Jay Washington right there. And, of course, Silas Lezak, who I've been so much fun. Uh, I've been enjoying having Silas on because it's been so much fun to see him again more consistently. Welcome, Silas. Thank you. Welcome, Jay. 
Thank you, John. It's a pleasure to see you too, John. I'm, I'm glad you could run over here from the Panera to join us. I wasn't us, on the Panera. I was at the bus stop. Is where the hell I was. <laughs> well, let's see, let's jump into the main story here, and this is kind of a big deal. Batman's Tom King is stepping in to join Ava DuVernay to co-write the script for DC's The New Gods. Tom King coming off a very successful Batman run that was, he was supposed to be on until issue 100, but mm-hmm. jumped off ish, on issue 85, and they handed him a kind of a mini-series run with this Batman Catwoman thing that he had laid the groundwork for throughout his run of Batman. But now, this is according to the rap, he is going to be co-writing the script for The New Gods with Ava DuVernay. I find this incredibly interesting and a fascinating combination of minds to bring this film or to write the script for this film because Tom King is a former CIA officer turned comic book yeah. writer and Ava DuVernay has done some incredible documentaries including the 13th very socially aware mm. uh, a director and is very aware very uh, um, vocal, uh, vocal on, on social media so yes. you look at this combo do you like this combo Jay? Well first it, more so than the rap confirmed it, Ava DuVernay confirmed it in a tweet. Yes, she did. She on her tweeted social media. herself. Like we just said, she's active on she's social active media. She's active on social media. I, you know what? It's interesting. I like it because now comic book fans can have a little bit of less worry. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it was just like when Jeff Johns was attached to one of the, I think it was Green Lantern. Okay. And everybody was like, well, he's too into the character. If it's, if it's not Green Lantern, excuse me, everybody, for you go crazy. But <laughs> it it's, was. So, it's the same thing where you have the comic book writer mm-hmm. who is so used to writing the pages in the comic as opposed to a screenplay. Mm-hmm. And King has actually written a story for one of the characters in a new guy. Right, Mr. Miracle. Right. So everybody thinks that'll be the best way for them to handle this. It's just going to be interesting to see. Yeah. Because again, you and I were talking off camera. Ava DuVernay didn't do well with A Wrinkle in Time. Right. And so that really put that pushback on her like well can you hand can you hand her these blockbuster projects and she deliver on them. Yeah. And I I want this to, to succeed. I want it to succeed. Yeah, and you bring up a great, oh, sorry, Jake. No, 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 go ahead. You bring up a great point on this idea of, well, was this uh, a bit too much too soon with a wrinkle in time? Were there other factors mm-hmm. involved? Maybe Ava wasn't, like, maybe, you know, and it, regardless of gender or race, sometimes a director is handed a project and it's, it's like, okay, I don't, I didn't know all this other stuff was involved. Mm-hmm. I got to figure it out on the fly. So this is more of a test. She was also handed Black Panther before she gave exactly, it to Ryan. Exactly. So, so it, people she, like her work, obviously. Right. But now you bring in someone like Tom King. Tom King maybe solves that the problem of create the, creating a shorthand for the world that she is trying to build because she's yeah. this, this is a world building movie to let her know to, to help her understand what the comic book world looks like. Right. And because as a director and as a writer, there's a different vision she has, especially with all the projects we name and even many more. Yeah. But when it comes to comic book films, when you're DC, you're trying to reset your own ground. Each of these projects have been individual where they're connected but not directly. Yeah. And so so you have to have her tell this story where it's a standalone, but it does have a little bit going forward. Yeah. Tom, I mean, Silas, how does this strike you, Tom King, stepping in here to create? You know, obviously, he had, uh, Jay had mentioned him being on Mr. Miracle, and this is all with the new gods based on the Jack Kirby thing from 1971. You've got New Genesis. You've got Apocalypse. You've got these characters like Orion and Metron, the High Father, Big Barda. There's a lot that mm-hmm. gets involved in here. And, of course, it touches base on what the Justice League was dealing with, with Steppenwolf in that movie and Apocalypse. What are your thoughts as you walk into this situation and hear this news? I, I think now is the perfect time for it. Uh, uh. We just had the bright and colorful with Shazam, and people really responded to it. We had the Jack Kirby influence in Sakaar and uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, I think we're at a point where we're ready to embrace 
honest Jack Kirby ness. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that uh, Ava DuVernay and Tom King are people that genuinely have a passion uh, for these characters. Mm-hmm. There, yeah. There's some worry of like, well, you're not technically a screenwriter, but. Figure it out. I mean, if yeah. you can go from the CIA to writing comics, uh, <laughs> yeah, writing a screenplay can't be that hard. Stan Lee was in the military right? when he started making Yeah, like, right. Good point. It's, oh. just, it, it, it's an interesting thing to see. Of course, mm-hmm. we want to know what this is. And there are some people who are going to go the comparison route. And what I mean by that is Marvel doing the Eternals, DC doing New Gods. Right. But let's not do that. Let's look at it as two separate entities and let them stand as such with mm-hmm. their own companies. Yeah. And it's just that you have to see. There's a lot of directors that have been given these projects where we were like what huh and then you see the project Mm -hmm. and you're like okay i'm for it this is going to be one that we're going to have to see especially with both of them and again it's hard because of wrinkle i get that but you have to put the faith in for lack of better words the studio well and 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 i would be remiss not to add on to that and i want to get your thoughts on this silas yeah you talk about wrinkle in time that was not really well received ava does but selma is incredible selma's 13 is fantastic but tom king's run was getting some critics and people were wondering if this move off on 85 to give him the the batman catwoman miniseries was that way to kind of politically moving him off the batman a run which has gotten a little too trippy a little too mind-bending do does this if you're a decent fan are you concerned that these two might not create a film that you were excited about to see in the new gods universe i i kind of hope that it goes the other way i, I hope mm-hmm. that it gets super crazy like okay push it to oh, the limit super trippy, um, you mean, like, and, okay there's also the idea that it, it's sort of the perfect property you can sort of have your cake and eat it too yeah. you can make a world that is in the dc universe that could cross over with batman or superman one day mm-hmm. but it also doesn't need to it, it's right. its own sci-fi world right right well and that's one of the questions we have let's go to the live chat here Kyle Johnson asks, do you think this will fit in with the overall DCU like BBS or be more like Shazam where they make references but ultimately is its own story? Shazam. Yeah? Because that's what they're doing now. Mm -hmm. You even saw that in Aquaman where there was that one little time when Mara was like, well, you just battle Steppenwolf and that was it and we move forward. As of now, they're doing the little tidbits to say it's a connected universe but Mm -hmm. we're telling this separate story. Yeah. So I don't think we have to worry about it as much. Just like Wonder Woman, the only thing we had connected her to the whole story was the email to Bruce. Right. That was it. So you're going to have this be its own story. And like Silas just said, it does. The new gods does not need to connect. Right. But it can in the grand scheme of things. And the only reason you want it to connect is to bring in Acropolis, to bring in Dark Side. Mm-hmm. If you want to do those things, which they're probably going to do later, i.e. Steppenwolf and Justice League. Right. So we'll just see how it plays out. All right. And I want to ask you, Silas, uh, you look at uh, uh, J. Scott Friel, he asks, does Tom King's addition say anything about DC's confidence in Ava DuVernay because they need to bring someone in? And J. Scott Friel asks this as well. Do you think Tom King has been pulled in to assist more with world-building character moments or the overall story? Do they think he's had so much to con- consume and create that maybe having Tom King on, on set helps to make that happen or writing the script helps to make that happen? I, I kind of wouldn't be surprised if it turns out that Ava DuVernay was the one that said, let's get Tom King in Oh, here. yeah, um, right. Th- it's certainly the mark of a smart film director. Yes. Yeah, I, I think that she she's proven herself as somebody that is very collaborative mm-hmm. and as many people that have that sort of desire to tell this story or play with these characters, the better. Um, yeah. it, it's only going to become something more 
diverse. And and I would be remiss, once again, not to say, that, yeah, the Batman thing happened, but Mr. Miracle was very well received. Very well he, received. He won a 2018 Eisner Award, so this is a man who is still very much in demand and working well as a comic And again, like I said, so we move on, yeah. it's making sure he knows how to go from the pages right. to the screen. Yeah. That is going to be the biggest issue. There's also kind of the hint that we might see some of his uh, Vision series with the, with the WandaVision. Right, yeah. Uh, right. But that, that would be fascinating as well to see how much of that is, is going to creep in on its own. Uh, DeVernay is coming off Netflix's Central Park 5 miniseries, When They See Us. I've seen trailers for this. It looks fantastic. I have not seen it yet. I, yeah. just, I want to see it because they say it is deep. Yeah. Yeah. It's very deep. I, I'm looking forward to it. So, you, so this will be, this is going to, this to me, this is an exciting and interesting combination. Mm-hmm. I know I asked you both your opinions, but that's my feeling on this. I think Ava definitely can direct the hell out of a movie. Let's see what she can do with this world building. And you get a little shorthand having Tom King on set. Tom be like, well, no, this is what this character would do. Okay, great. Ava's going to find the moments, the emotional connective moments between these characters. And remember, this is a battle between good and evil with Apocalypse and New Genesis and who's good, who's mm-hmm. evil, who's not. There'll be layers. There'll be complexity here, and both of these, uh, both of these people in their own medium have done that with their characters. And so I look forward to see what they can do with this. And I'm sure there'll be more coming down the line with casting and what have you, yeah. and what characters will actually be in the movie. And we'll see that as it goes along. All right, next up on the show, we're going to be talking about Toy Story 4. So hit the live chat with some questions for us. But before we dive into that, check out this clip from our own Perry Namorov, who is at the Overlook Film Festival. Hello from New Orleans, everyone. The lighting in this video is terrible because I have a fairly creepy hotel room I'm staying in. You want to see my shining shower? Look at this. This is where I'm staying while I am at the Overlook Film Festival. Tonight's movie is Dead Don't Die and also maybe Head Count. So tomorrow, Movie Talk, I'll send another video and let you guys know what I thought about those movies. Have fun today. Miss you all. Hey, Jordan Harbinger here. Subscribe to the only show that will show you how to apply the world's greatest ideas from the most striking minds. After presenting more than a thousand interviews, I couldn't be more compelled to introduce you to the Jordan Harbinger Show. We've got spies and CEOs, athletes and authors from Kobe Bryant to Malcolm Gladwell, Tony Hawk and Howie Mandel to the chairman of Google, founders of LinkedIn and Instagram, antiquities smugglers, con men, brilliant scientists, national heroes, and even the head of the CIA. Listed as Apple's best of 2018 and countless other awards that, let's be honest, you probably don't care about right now. So come and have a listen for yourself and join me as we exploit the superpowers of the world's most incredible thinkers, amazing achievers, and iconic change makers with their insights delivered right into your mind. You'll get that blueprint of their brilliance each week so that you can learn to live what you listen. Subscribe right now to The Jordan Harbinger Show, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you're listening now. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care Centers, while supplies last, offer ends 831 20. 
Hey everyone, this is John Roca for Collider. Well, Collider Movie Talk is brought to you by DC Universe, the first all DC platform for us DC fans. Join at DCUniverse.com and get sucked into new original series like the highly touted Titans, or catch up on favorites like Krypton Season 1. Starting May 31st, jump into new episodes of Swamp Thing, dropping weekly, and follow Abby Arcane as she investigates what seems to be a deadly swamp-borne virus in a small town in Louisiana, and soon discovers that the swamp holds mystical and terrifying secrets you can also get your comic book fix with thousands of new comic titles just added to an already impressive comic library this includes more recent titles and complete storylines like superman secret origin batman 2011 and harley quinn 2013 also available on the platform are tons of the classic dc movies we love like batman and the original superman movie if animated films are more your speed sign up now because reign of the superman and justice league versus the fatal five are now available dc universe is available on your favorite devices so if you were thinking about it before now's definitely the time join and get a year's worth of dc content at dcuniverse.com and how many of you wanted that old lady from pennywise to pop out right behind perry nemeroff that would have been but fantastic naked, well hey it's a horror it's a horror festival it should happen for god's sakes uh, before we move on to the toy story 4 question let's do a plug here Kyle, or a couple of plugs comic book shopping with seth green is out go and watch that seth was so awesome on collider heroes coming in to do an interview with uh koi and amy talked about his film change land but in comic book shopping koi shows him all around the comic book and, uh, shop and sh- gives him some titles that he may not have known about and he enjoys uh, taking a look at and also dropping dimes today dropped an NBA finals preview I joined Matt Nost with Josh McCuga to do some prop bets but also talk about who we think might be taking the series I got the Raptors in seven all right let's move on to Toy Story 4 before Jay goes insane uh, th- let's talk about this Toy Story 4 now this is a report from Fandango <laughs> they have sold more tickets through the company in its first 24 hours than any, any other animated film. And this includes the previous record holder, more rec- most recently, Pixar's Incredibles 2. Incredibles 2 currently holds the record for the biggest animated movie opening weekend record domestically with $182.7 million in its first three, day, three days, followed far behind by Pixar's Finding Dory with $135 million. So I go to you, Silas, first on this one. Does this strike you as an indication that those of us who've been saying, we don't know if we want a Toy Story 4, are in the minority, where the majority is actually people who do want to go see this world again? Well, it's it's tricky because I, I'm one of those people that has some worry that you have such a great trilogy and yeah. this this could this could hurt that. Um, but I'm still going to go see it. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, that adds to that total, even if it's sort of both categories. Yeah, I find that to be an interesting division now when you look at this because it's like we have this concern. But a majority of people are like, just make a good movie. I'm going to go see this thing. And obviously, the pre-sale lets you know that many people are excited to see this well, again. Well, you got to look at the time difference between movies. We're nine years. Yeah. Nine years apart, just like with Incredibles 2. It was, yeah, what, 14 years. Mm-hmm. That long wait makes the anticipation happen at the box early box office numbers no matter what. Right. When you get a wait that long and a film comes out, like everybody was thinking, no more Toy Stories. And then the first little trailers we started getting, especially when they put Key and Peel in the front right. of those trailers. And they said, tickets are now sale. So everybody said, okay, I got to get my tickets. Yeah. It's going to go off of what the people who bought these tickets feel like after they see it. Yeah. That'll be the whole we really didn't need another Toy Story movie moment. Because we all say those things. We don't need this. We don't need that. It's until you see the actual film. This movie, like I said, <sighs> nine years since Toy Story 3. Yeah. Um, Will it break Incredibles 2 record? I'm not sure. I think it is going to smash it. Well, uh, you look at John Wick. 
Nobody, except for John Roca here on this day, thought that thing was going to get close to $60 million, and it had $57 million. Yeah. So I think the, I think pub, the public is hungry to go see these films, and they will spend the money to enjoy them. Starting from Aquaman last year, they're going to... A number of surprises. First of all, they go back even more. Yeah. Venom. I'm going to bring well, up Venom. Go back even the, farther. Black Panther in February of last year. Like, well, nobody I, saw that coming. Uh, we black people did. Let's you just saw a $250 million opening? Yes! You did not. You go look at every old go movie talk old I am on. Let's go find old movies on clips where I'm on. I was talking about how this movie, because the the people who were coming out were underestimated. Yeah, But nonetheless, don't try me. Uh, But still, with this. seats. Yeah. (laughs) I got them, too. I download every episode I'm on. Uh, But you have people who want to see this, and people who are taking their People who now have kids who never saw a Toy Story film. Like, they might have seen the old ones, but especially when you have younger kids who just see the old three, they're not like, oh. It's another Toy Story movie. I want to go see that. So yeah. parents are shelling out for that as well. Well, it's also this is the juggernaut, right, Silas? This is the flagship show. The flagship, in essence, uh, property of Pixar is Toy Story, and so this well, bodes well. That's kind of what I find fascinating is like driving around L.A. I see a lot of billboards with the, the Ducky and Bunny, Key and Pete mm-hmm. characters, and it's not the oh you love Woody and Buzz they're back right. it's look at these fun new toys or sport what is it Sporky or Forky. Forky. Forky yeah Forky the, yeah you see all the of toys that toys just came out in Walmart you can buy a Forky pop yeah. in yeah. Walmart I, I find Forky to like there's a part of the movie that does sort of make me say oh a toy is lost and they gotta rescue him again mm-hmm. but Forky as a character who is sort of not sure if he's supposed to be a toy. It's almost <laughs> yeah. like there's sort of like a transgender metaphor there. And oh, that to me is fascinating. So uh, they are not sure that they should be a toy. I'm learning to use these pronouns correctly after John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum with that act. Yeah, uh, with uh, that, uh, yes. Th- that person. And I am supposed to, so I'm, I'm getting it into my vocabulary step by step. Um, this idea that it could surpass Incredibles is in play because it's uh, right now it's even outpacing early ticket sales for recent live action hits like Beauty and the Beast. And Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. That's those are live action hits, which is uh, all the more reason to expect the massive. Toy Story 3 opened with 110 million, and like you, Jay said, nine years ago. So maybe this will do uh, even more than that. The timing is another factor. Toy Story's, because Toy Story right now is opening in late June. And there's not much around it other than Child's Play, Play and Secret Life of Pets 2. So it will have some time to bring in a lot of dough. And I'm glad you just brought that up. Yeah. Secret Life of Pets 2 is going to do what it does, regardless. Yeah. We know if you went to see Pets, you're going to go see Secret Life of Pets 2. Sure. But with Child's Play, that's the most interesting one for me. Yeah, counter-programming. because counter-programming. Because counter-programming. But the marketing. Yeah, right. Child's Play's marketing has been just, oh, yeah. Come play with some toys. Right. And just showing all the different Toy Story toys being murdered. And so you have that, and you have parents who are going to push back against that yeah. off jump. They may not have wanted to really go see Toy Story, but they're like, oh, how dare you try to market a movie that was for kids and take advantage of it like this yeah. in your publicity your publicity campaign. And so they'll go see Toy Story 4, but I was like, those posters are amazing. Yeah. Uh, if you want to see, if you think you're trying to scare the mouse with some horror thing, read up on the mouse. They're just fine. They've killed their own in their time as well. Uh, look at these. Uh, let's put some comments from live chat here. Which animated sequel, this is from Steve Calderon, which animated sequel this year will likely be Incredibles 2's openings Toy Story 4 or Frozen 2 oh <laughs> yeah but, I mean because that Frozen 2 trailer was interesting yes it is yeah you know, I'm going to say Toy Story. Just okay. it's the summer release. I think there's so many characters. I'm very excited for Frozen 2, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to see what they do with it. Right. Um, 
I think Toy Story 4 could come out and play it safe and make hundreds of millions of dollars. Right. I think Frozen 2 really has to hit something special. Okay. And I'm not saying it won't, but there's a challenge there. Here's the thing. I, I agree with that, but let's add this. How many times do you hear Let It Go uh-huh. in the Frozen tone, in the song tone? Mm-hmm. Which means people still want this. And the trailer, when we, I remember we were here on Movie Talk talking about that trailer. Yeah. And people were like, oh my God, it's finally happened. It's finally happened. Finally getting it this year. I don't... It could be a neck-and-neck neck race for this one. Right. Whereas Toy Story has already made its money for its summer run, and then here comes Frozen, and you're like, is it going to meet it, beat it, or just basically break even with yeah, it? Yeah, and it's such an unusual trailer that it dropped. There's not a lot of music. It was very kind of dark at the beginning. And actually stuck on an island. Yeah. It was interesting take, and it doesn't come with the baggage of, uh, well, look, I, they should have just ended at three. It doesn't come with any of that baggage. So there's, I think there's more receptive audience to it and we'll see if that will be what pushes it over the edge to even if Toy Story breaks Incredibles 2, Frozen 2 could break Toy Story's uh, fours. Is, yeah. That's certainly possible uh, with that in play. KC Supersonic says, I trust Pixar when it comes to Toy Story. I'm definitely excited to see it, but I just want it to be emotionally satisfying. It's very funny. Uh, I, 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 emotionally satisfying. What Toy Story film hasn't been? So, yeah. yeah you're going to have emotional way or nothing. Right? I think there's also the fact that they have waited nine years. They waited mm-hmm. until they had something worth saying. Yeah. Um, and they, they've been very good at that. Yeah. Uh, uh, J. Scott Friel, each subsequent Toy Story 4 trailer has been better than the last. The marketing is working. Well, if there's anything Disney knows about, it's certainly Again, marketing. Yeah, like, you, like Silas said, Key and Peele's characters are on the billboard. Yeah. And it's smart because you use Jordan Peele, who is the man right now. <laughs> and how cool is it that after having released a movie with bunnies underneath the carnival, he is now playing a carnival bunny? bunny. Yeah. So everybody was like, what is, yeah, Jordan Peele and bunnies. Like, we know what you own, fam. We, we see you, sir. Uh, you know, I changed my mind. I think it should have been Jordan Peele who popped up behind Perry in that hotel during the video right now. That would've I think that would have been passed too. out screaming just like, <laughs> oh my God! Just like she would have dropped. She wouldn't have known what to say. That's a Twilight Zone for sure. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's move on to uh, some quick questions from you all here in uh, tweeting at us. Um, KC Super, another one we just mentioned here, KC. He says, most... He t- wait, oh, oh, where is it? oh, yeah, Godzilla. Most likely Godzilla will win the weekend, but which of the other two big new releases... Uh, Ma with Octavia Spencer or Rocket Man will perform better at the box office. Rocket Man, yeah, okay. I, I think people are going to really respond to Rocket Man. They, <laughs> okay. they really responded to uh, uh, Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody. Rhapsody. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think Rocket Man's an improvement on that. Uh, that being said, if you're a horror fan, they're, they're, the double feature of Godzilla and Ma is is too weird to. Resist. Oh, absolutely. I want to go see Ma. I'm mad I didn't get those screenings. Hi, Universal. I would like to be on your list for your screenings oh to see that. You God. damn right I plugged you it. You know what? <laughs> but no, I want to know. But it, it's ter- the trailer. Shameless. Yeah, go ahead. Shameless, none at all. <laughs> but the original trailer from Ma yeah. was like, yo, this is a big thing. But you have the Elton John story, and it's been praised heavily mm-hmm. ever, ever since cans everybody's like oh my god you've got to see Taryn Edgerson right. as Elton John you've got to see this yeah. and people again Bohemian Rhapsody no matter how people may have critically felt about it that concert feel you got knowing all the old songs and singing along with them mm-hmm. drove people out repeatedly for that yeah I will say this I, I what about you, you think- I, I do think it's a little crazy not to hold on to Rocket Man yeah. until like Thanksgiving weekend it it feels like it's such a crowded month. Yeah. It, it's coming on the heels of Aladdin, which was a big musical that I think there's probably a lot of crossover crowd. 
and Bohemian got a lot of awards attention, which mm-hmm. Taron Edgerton is is in some ways even more impressive just by virtue of the fact that he's he's singing his own songs. I think it'll be interesting to see how it plays out because we have we had Bohemian Rhapsody. Now this year we've got Rocket Man uh, coming into the situation, and then we've got another one coming out, another rock and roll Isn't one the coming Beatles? out. Yeah, Isn't yesterday the that, Beatles? that's yeah, coming the out. Beatles. So there's definitely a let's go back to the '60s or '70s and fall back in love with these kids. But I wonder about Elton John. I wonder about the pull here to see this movie. If this movie maybe underperforms, I I want to see what happens because I think Silas, you bring up a great point in a crowded summer with what happened to Booksmart to a lesser extent. Could this happen to Rocket Man as well, where its predictions are thirty to something, and then it's like really underperforms well, in that also way? Also, Booksmart, we'll as good as Booksmart cool. is, it's still an indie film as right, a right. whole. And I, I hate. I'm not trying to dip, downplay indie films, but it doesn't have that major push yeah, behind but this it. Is Elton John. This is no, no. Freddie I, I, Mercury. I, I, no, I, I, I get that, thing, and I, yeah. I do get what you're saying about the summer. But that's the chance you, you're willing to take if you're a production studio. Yeah. You know, people come out in summer to go see movies multiple times a day, right. multiple days a week. So you're hoping this happens with Rocket Man. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Um. One last question. We got to wrap up here. Uh, Steve Calderon. Any thoughts? On Amazing Spider-Man director Mark Webb directing Disney's live-action Snow White. This broke before we got on set. A little before we got on set, they're in talks, according to Variety. They're in talks with Mark Webb. Disney is to direct a live-action Snow White and have him direct it. Let's go to you, Silas, first. What do you think about this? I don't care so much okay. about a live-action Snow White. I love Mark Webb, though. Um, mm-hmm. I, I really, really like 500 Days of Summer. I, I think that there are things I really like in both Amazing Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Uh, if he did a third Amazing Spider-Man movie to wrap up the, that, that trilogy, I'd go see it. Uh, Release the web cut? Is that what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm out of y'all. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Do you like Mark Webb stepping in the situation? Possibly? Is everybody it a, keeps bringing up. Yeah, because everybody keeps bringing up 500 Days of Summer, and I'm like, I remember Amazing Spider-Man 2 and Jamie Foxx, yeah. okay? And Amazing Spider-Man 1, which was okay, but at the same time, you still had those qualms about mm-hmm. it. And again, does everything need to be live action? I knew they were going to do live action Snow White no matter what. Right. But I don't know if I trust him with it. Well, and sometimes you've got to hit it out. You hit it out the gate at the beginning and it doesn't quite carry through. 2009 is 500 Days of Summer. You want to talk about nine years ago or 10 years ago. No, for his best. And that was his first kind of real big feature film. But then you've got The Amazing Spider-Man. The first one was good. Amazing Spider-Man 2 got destroyed by so many critics. And The Only Living Boy in New York also got destroyed by as some kind of white privilege movie. So this is an interesting thing he's walking into, Mark Webb, in this situation. I wonder, and the question is, is it for Disney Plus or is it for, uh, is, is it a feature film? We'll see. Because, I mean, I kind of wanted to move towards Disney Plus, but it's such an iconic first Disney film, first of the few Disney films, you kind of ha- see a point putting it theatrically. You, you kind of want some new twist to it. I yeah. feel like it hasn't been that long since we saw Snow White and the Huntsman and, was, and, right. and Mirror Mirror, Good both point. of which yeah. I like to varying degrees, mm-hmm. but Snow White was a big deal because it was the first animated film yep. and it was this like rotoscoped movie and making it live action almost seems like you're you're taking away something yeah. in a way that most yeah. other Disney movies you're adding something right. new. we'll see what happens I think they missed the boat not getting Peter Jackson to do it so you get his dwarfs all coming back to play the seven dwarfs like he did in his better trilogy the Hobbit series that's my personal opinion alright thanks everybody for meet watching the this episode watch meet the feebles of movie talk really appreciate you all stopping by to watch along with us and hear our commentary on all these subjects shout out to Perry Nemiroff who's over there enjoying herself in the Overlook Film Festival I will be back again tomorrow 
tomorrow sitting in the host chair. Maybe there's another video coming from Perry uh, reviewing some of the films that are there that she's taking a uh, look at over there. All right, let's go around the table. Jay, where they can find you? Twitter, Instagram, at Mr. J Washington, M-R-J-A-Y. You should know how to spell Washington. My YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash J-A-Y Washington 8-0 and the Mad Titan Podcast, where I get you caught up on everything happening in the Marvel and DC live action universe. It is Barbershop Talk for Nerds. Oh my God, that's a whole separate uh, topic. All right, and Silas, go ahead. I work for Movie Bill. Uh, we have an app that is in the Regal Cinemas app. I actually just found out before I came to the studio today that our, our latest activation is live. Scan uh, Warner Brothers posters, and Ooh. you may see a surprise. Nice. Mm. You can, and you can follow him at Silas Lesnick. He's fantastic. He's a great follow. All right, thanks, everybody, for watching. You can follow me at The Rogue Says. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Till then, have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you at 3 p.m. PST tomorrow. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply.